It's another Manic Monday. And, man, Mondays are always the worst to get into work. Everyone has lost their damn minds driving, plus the cold weather we get freaked out. Uh, Spencer, you'll recall last week I talked a little bit about road rage and traffic and how very much of it, when you're about to get angry, if you check your ego, you'll realize that this person's not putting me in danger. Uh, they're not doing anything that affects me. I'm just upset because they're they just cheating. Hurt my feelings. They're breaking the rules. How dare you? I've reversed that today. Uh, I've what do you now mean? gotten very upset driving in uh, because at first, when I would get mad at a driver and have to look at him when I passed him, <sighs> you would immediately feel guilty because a lot of times it was a senior citizen yeah. or it was a very young driver. It was hey, someone. Man. They still deserve it. Both hands on the wheel, grip tight, scared of what they were doing. Now I'm starting to realize, and this isn't anything new, but when people are driving like idiots and not like closing the gap or zippering, merging or turning in the right or doing dumb things, especially going slow when the light at the work is about to change and you got to go through it. When you pass them, it's no longer someone you feel sorry for or you're like, oh, damn, they're just a young or old driver. They're just an inexperienced driver. They're on their goddamn phone. Yeah. They're so distracted. I'm now angry. So they're now either, I'm angry at them. They're either distracted or they're having a really bad day, usually. Well, uh, or they're just jerks. I don't know, man. All three people that pissed me off today. It's way too complex an issue. We're looking down at their phones. Oh, sure. So now I'm angry. Now I'm dropping the ego. And uh, when you do that, I'm going to be mad at you. Well, what if they were looking at the C.J. Morgan show on Website? social media? Yeah, yeah. They should do that at a stoplight. That's because true. Because if they're one of the three people listening, I need them alive. Yeah. I need them safe. <laughs> I need them in their car. Cars not wrecking, Correct. so they can be one of the three people listening instead of two or one. Yeah, well, and and Spencer, and you just you just drove right by them. I guess you got upset because they didn't look up at you and recognize that it was me. <laughs> I did have a moment where I was uh, shopping this weekend, and oh, no, you I got heard upset. no. I was I was actually embarrassed and then excited. Uh, we were at a furniture store, the Austin one on, on Burnett Road. I bought a um, a really cool metal sculpture from there, a uh, Bigfoot Sasquatch. Anyhow, nice, nice, nice. Uh, the radio's on, and I always get excited when someone's listening to local radio at a store. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. And it's during commercials. I'm like, man, they didn't even change it during the commercials. I hear Scott Elder, and I'm like, oh, cool. It's uh, hey. and This has to be – there were enough commercials to where I knew it was a local radio station, then enough to where I knew it was one of ours, and then all of a sudden out of the commercial, I it's the C.J. Morgan Show. <laughs> and it's our dumb laugh things. And I was embarrassed at first, and I was like, oh, honey, that's a, it's the first time I've heard those. Yeah, same. Especially in the wild. And I was like, oh, honey. And she's like, oh, yeah, C.J. Morgan here. And starts, like, yelling and saying my name. And then it, gets really embarrassed. then it got embarrassing. Point being, if you're listening to the show in your car, don't drive like an asshat. Yeah. I need you alive. Also, if you own a furniture store, hook a brother up. Hook, hook, hook me up. Gandhi is gone. D. Today's actually the lamest because on this day in history, January 30th, one of the greatest human beings in the minds of many across the globe, a person who fought for peace. He was a political and spiritual spiritual leader of the Indian independence movement, was assassinated in New Delhi by Hindu extremists on January 30th, 1948, all the way back then, 1948. 
uh, Gandhi passed away. He, of course, was deeply religious early on, and his mother actually exposed him to a lot of morally rigorous Indian study Ooh. in a religion that advocated for nonviolence. Uh, he was a pretty non-remarkable student, studied law in England, returned to India, failed to find regular legal work, uh, and accepted a contract working in South Africa. Long story short, after all the stuff he dealt with, including racism, imperialism, he slowly became a bigger name in the fight for Indian independence from Great Britain, which is something that had been brewing for a very, very long time. And as colonialism slowly started ending, even especially uh, working towards World War One and afterwards, the the British literally, and you, you hear this, uh, India was the crown jewel of the empire. Uh, their uh, Indian regulars provided soldiers. There was a lot of uh, natural resources in India. It yeah. was the one colony of everything else that the British really wanted to hold on to. And even Winston Churchill, during World War II, with the Japanese uh, just taking over the South Pacific, they're one of his biggest worries, especially when uh, I think losing Taiwan was like, if they see how easily the Japanese can roll over us, one of their big worries was not the Germans as much at this point, like the Americans had entered the war, wasn't uh, completely the Japanese, but they were worried what would happen on the Indian subcontinent if, while this was going on, uh, the India decided to revolt. And they had a large naval and military presence in India because that's how important it was to them. Just like for the Indian people, very divided, very... Uh, it, it is a massive region of massive. massively different people and religions. It's about but, a billion people, I believe. But India itself was was very much uh, into wanting to completely throw off the yoke of the well, British. Of course, and Get of them course, out of here. Uh, Gandhi <laughs> was was the one of the big political presences behind that. And again, advocated for nonviolent protest and really helped expand the movement uh, throughout his uh, lifetime and became one of the biggest well-known advocates for uh, for peaceful resistance in the entire, entire world. He was jailed many times, uh, was famously known when he did, uh, when he fasted while in protest of the British government's treatment of uh, the lower class in the caste system, the untouchables in India. And uh, also, you know, basically led to what eventually became India, India becoming free from, from Great Britain. And unfortunately, like every great populist um, political leader left uh, especially on the left uh, was was assassinated unfortunately on this day in new delhi uh, in 1948 oh, rest in peace so that's my half-assed history of uh, gandhi haven't uh, completely read enough about uh, gandhi but it's something that i feel like i need to get into because yeah. of how influential he, he is to yeah. Nonviolent protests and and that entire movement. I, mean, I could see you going down a rabbit hole just reading a whole bunch about him eventually. I think it's very important, especially in yeah. this day and age, especially in a time this week where we might have widespread protests around the United States to kind of uh, read about a lot of what Gandhi did to organize these movements and read a lot about what the British government uh, and you know the Indian principalities did to discredit him and the movement and his people but there you go uh today in history kind of sucks today's the lamest because uh gandhi was assassinated back in 1948 youtube sensation mr beast has officially cured blindness 
And now it's time for Emily's social cues. It's the segment where we talk about internet things on the radio. Now, is Mr. Beast, did that YouTube channel start out as like the one that does all the really impossible shots? No, that was Dude Perfect. That's right. Mr. Beast is... Uh, Is the one on the street that interviews people with the really annoying voice and questions and slips. No, that's... Oh, Billy on the street. Billy on the street. (laughs) Which YouTube star is this? This is probably, arguably, one of the most popular ones. He is the guy that started off where he would just, like, count to a million over video and just do a bunch of stupid things like that. And he is one of the first YouTubers to create a business plan where with every... At the beginning, every single cent that he made on YouTube, he would turn that around and use it for his next video. So his videos became bigger and bigger and bigger and just more funded. It was like he made squid games in real life. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. He, I, that's that's where I remember. He, d- he just does a bunch of like extravagant things. Um, fun fact, Mr. Beast, the guy, the, the guy, we have the exact same birthday. Oh, wow. May 7th, 1998. Have you tweeted that at him before? I, ha- I tweet at him every single year. Oh. Like, You're both a tourist. We both are. And every single year I tweet at him and I go... Um, another year, happy birthday, Mr. Beast. Another year of you being more successful than I ever will be. So it's very great. Anyways, you got a radio show. He don't. Speaking of being successful, um, he his latest stunt is he paid for cataract removal for a thousand different people who were blind or near blind but could not afford surgery in the world. Uh, and as of now, it looks like this video has forty nine million views, and it was wow. posted. Um, less than a day ago, I believe. That's wild. That's a so, huge amount of hits. Man. And he already gets a ton of views. This isn't even his biggest viewed video. You're considered pretty successful if you get like 50k, like in uh, regularly. So, mm-hmm. and I've seen channels that are like 500,000 views and. They're popular, and I love them. Yep. It's insane yep. to think that someone within 24 hours got almost, what, 60 million views. Yeah, 50 million views. That's, that's insane. Oh, yep. almost, so let yeah. me play the beginning of the video so he can explain it himself in his little YouTube creator way. In this video, we're hearing a thousand people's blindness. It's going to be crazy. Most of us see the world like this. But here's the thing. 200 million people see the world like this. And it's dark. But (laughs) I just made it one less. Oh. So in the video. Wow. It's just She's just one of a thousand blind people we help from around the world. Of every person, like all thousand people that he has helped Mm -hmm. get the surgery, have access to the surgery um, around the world. Which is really cool. But then... I've seen some discourse on Twitter. Half of the people are saying, oh my gosh, this is awesome. And then the other half are saying, well, of course, this is a YouTuber who has a lot of money. He's going to just post this video and they're going to make a big deal and then they're going to brag about it. But this is not true service if they're bragging, bragging about it. Okay. And, that, you don't have to quote me. Mm-hmm, and I knew one of you were going to yeah. say this. <laughs> no, actually, I think it's cool. Okay. I mean, sure. You're doing it as a bit, but you're also... You also are helping. In fact, it's tied to how much views you get that you can help these people. So it makes a little sense. This is a person that literally does bits. So it it fits the character. Whereas if this was just someone doing it for, you know what I mean? Like it's already wrapped up into his shtick. So it's it's like, oh, I'm going to include doing something charitable in my shtick. Not I'm going to do something charitable to 
make it my to thing. To get views. Sure, yeah. exactly. It's like he doesn't and need the views, clearly. No, He's he, already he does them. not need the views. And the other thing, too, about all of this, I feel like the issues that I have with videos that involve charities, it's people who unwillingly are a part of these videos so it's like yeah you go so up to some random person. stranger on the street right. and they just like hand them a dollar and then they secretly record them from their car right. to get their reaction but they don't blur their face or their voice or anything and i feel like that's the part that's wrong it's because more- that's truly uh showcases people who are just doing it for the yeah. views whereas it's, all these it's, it's people exploitative obviously knew they were going to be yeah. a part of his they video <laughs> yeah they like consented and everything yeah um huh. Yeah, so it's not ambush style like a lot of folks try to do, which is no. very yeah, yeah, yeah. exploitative. No, cool man, it's pretty cool. And some of the other videos that I've seen him do, which is so funny that I'm over here telling you about Mr. Beast when I bet all of you know about Mr. Beast. You know he sells burgers here. Yeah, he has his own like burger not that chain. Great, unfortunately, no, no, he's he's definitely done some stuff with Elon Musk. So he's kind mm-hmm. of becoming a weird. Business mobile. Well, I mean, it's like if you're going to set up all these burger joints, you should at least have some hire some people that are going to make sure the quality yeah. is, is decent. But whatever. Yeah. It was a stunt, essentially. He also used to do this thing when I would watch him where he would buy houses and then just give keys to people. Oh, great. And just be like, here you go. Just take it. Oh, have man. the thing. Um, and Less then, respect for that. <laughs> yeah, right. It was it was pretty, pretty simple. And he would also, if he did some sort of game on his channel and they won a bunch of uh, money or something they would he would always make sure to get them situated with somebody who could help them with their taxes okay that's nice so that's also very cool and nice i don't know this is a whole mr beast i mr beast good job yeah how do i get mr beast to help me out how do you? How do <laughs> you know, I get him? Well, he can't even get a birthday shout out. I was about out. to say, True. how can I get him to even respond to me on Twitter? I don't even want money, Mr. Beast. I just uh, want you to respond to me and be like, "Hey, happy birthday, birthday twin! It's mm-hmm. awesome." Get old and get some cataract, Spencer. Oh, That'll yeah. do it. I'm working on it. Yeah, then you can help me get connections with him, please. Absolutely. I will. Uh, what can we all do when things aren't going right? It's the Parent Pickup with Matt Bearden, and wow, you are getting into a subject I feel like this week's radio program is going to be heavy on, how to survive the apocalypse. Uh, yeah, I guess, sort of. <laughs> okay. Uh, parent Pickup, you know, I look for things that can help us all out, especially parents, but, you know, I know a lot of people out there aren't parents. They shouldn't be left out of the segment, right? Sure, yeah. And I saw this book, and I thought, oh, maybe this would be good for everybody in this room. There's a brand new book. It's just now coming out. It's called When Things Aren't Going Right, Go Left. Ooh. And it's pretty handy. First of all, the book is really good. It's laid out really well. There's sort of like color tones on all the pages that match the moods of how things are feeling. Like just as far as how the book is made, it's a good kid's book, right? Ooh, okay. Elementary probably is the age what this is is geared toward. But this is something I deal with all the time. Pretty much, um, you know, here's what parenting is for you two guys. I mean, you guys have (laughs) dogs and cats, so it's pretty much like you know what being a parent is. Troubleshooting. (sighs) It's not even troubleshooting. It's telling your kids solutions to stuff that you haven't even figured out how to do on your own. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) It's literally like, oh, well, if, if, if kids are making fun of you, just... 
move on and don't worry about it. Right? Except no adult can do that. We're like, why <laughs> did why is that guy making fun of me? Why did that guy post that thing on Facebook? Why why did that guy look at me weird on the street? You know, it's but it's us kind of acting like we've figured it out. And then it's hoping to maybe have our kids figure these things out Oof. that we don't do well. And maybe they can have a better life than us. That's all parenting okay. is. Okay. Sure. So this is kind of good, which is when things don't go right, go left. And it's kind of reminding kids and giving them the permission that, hey, not every day is a good day. That's sure. just the way it is. Yeah. And... I know that sounds really simple, like really simple, but the fact is, if a friend's telling you, oh my God, my life's going crappy, it's kind of all of our instinct to go, well, and you try to help with some kind of solution. Well, maybe, oh, hey, things aren't going that bad, or, um, well, maybe have you tried this? Yeah. You know, that's kind of what we do as humans. We want to help the people that we like and we love, but the fact is, the truth is, sometimes it just sucks, Right. To be alive. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's kind of a good lesson to teach our kids and to remind ourselves. Yes. As adults. Yes. Our significant others, our friends. Hey, sometimes a day just sucks. It just sucks. Feels good to admit that. Yeah. It does. It's weird. And the, in my uh, thing, when a day starts going wrong by a chain of events is always how I know. When it's been three things in a row, I'm like, this day's going to suck. My fiance's like, it, it's, it doesn't suck yet. It's way too early. So maybe even when a day sucks, just realize, so what? Yeah. So what? Yeah. I think this is a really good thing for kids sometimes is instead of us trying to help our kids and solve their problems or even, you know, sometimes you try to just listen and be there. But also telling kids, hey, it's just a part of life. Some days, some days come out to be zeros and that's okay. Tomorrow you can shoot for a three or a five, maybe even a ten. Don't get used to tense, kids. Don't get used to tense. 101X. It's the CJ Morgan Show. Four fast food marketing promotions. One, oh man, it's so good. Two, kind of gross. The other one, just dumb. You look fat as I'm getting very concerned with the integrity of our organization here. CJ. You have gained, I mean, 50 pounds of fat. The man is carrying around trash bags filled with Mexican foods. CJ is fat. CJ's fat. We're yes. the subject of our uh, delicious inquiries into the world of eating. And our spherical bellies. <laughs> Very perfectly well put, Spencer. Eh, not that spherical. We've got a couple of promotions on the way starting tomorrow with Outback Steakhouse. They're running a no-rules day. Whoa, what? You know what that means? Party. Anything goes at the Outback. That's right. It doesn't matter if you want shrimp off the bobby, you can have it rule. We start a fight club there. No, unfortunately, their no-rules day promotion is really just a free appetizer or dessert with purchase of an adult entree. That's that's not fun. That doesn't mean there's not rules. That, that sounds exactly like the rules. That which... is a rule. You can only get a dessert or an appetizer with an entree. <sighs> why do they call it something else then? I wouldn't that's be so I'm, upset. That's why I think this is so dumb. No rules. What does that mean? We don't have any rules. I think you would do on no rules day, and you have to mention it. You have Just, to say, it's no rules day uh, to your call server. It, call it this rules day because you're getting a free app. Come on. Sure, this rules. That works. Um, I would also just say... Like, if it's going to be no rules day, make it to where you can make stuff up. Like, make your own menu. Like, yeah. I want shrimp on a cheesecake. And they're like, hell yeah. Like, dudes, yeah. I, I know that's not good for the kitchen and the prep and all that. But it's going to be a no rules day. 
do no rules. Sounds like these, these guys are really into rules. Here's another rule. Uh, <laughs> one per person uh, only. Offer valid at participating locations. Mm, Sounds so like not, even, not even... All, yeah, okay. No thanks. Uh, Jimmy John's is getting a new red velvet cookie. Jimmy. Gross. Jimmy, you do sandwiches. You don't do desserts. Even the ones you have aren't that great. And your sandwiches, they kick ass. Yeah. You're great there. But red velvet cookie? You no also thanks. don't order like you don't deliver to anywhere outside of like a quarter mile radius. Your Hell no, because it's those guys on the <laughs> I bikes. I have to live with two two blocks away. Remember the commercial? So there, if you like red velvet cookies and don't want a good one, go to Jimmy John's. Sorry, guys, sandwich is great. Uh, speaking of places, jumping into a realm of food they shouldn't. Wiener Schnitzel. Oh my. Yeah, man. Wiener Hamburgers. Schnitzel can be absolutely wonderful. They do. They have a chili cheeseburger. They have their chili cheese do fries. They? Now they've decided to combine oh. the crock pot of goo. That is their chili. Uh, they're offering a new meatball sandwich. Huh. Sure, it comes on a pretzel bread bun. That's good. That's very Wiener Schnitzel y. Okay. Uh, but a meatball sandwich from Wiener Schnitzel with Swiss cheese, that's not Wiener Schnitzel, man. That scares me. Why? Because it's going to anger the employees who are already angry that they have to work at Wiener Schnitzel. And instead of slopping chili goo on whatever else is there, they now have to make their marinara meatball pretzel bun Swiss Ooh, uh, cheese thing. It's you, not It's not great. You think they really got to make it or they just throw it in the microwave for a little bit? Point being, they're going to be mad at you. Okay, well. Uh, it is only five ninety nine. They're already there. mad at me when I come in and get like 10 chili dogs. <laughs> hey. Very true. All for myself. Well, uh, if you want a wiener schnitzel meatball sandwich, go get it. It's cheap if you can still find a wiener schnitzel. Now for what I'm excited about. Papa John's has a brand new pizza, and hell yes, I'm all for it because it is my favorite thing in the world. Pizza? Parmesan cheese. Oh my God, tell it, me more. It is a new crispy parm pizza where they are taking a delicious pizza that they already have, and they are going to start crisping the parm on it under the crust, Ooh. or on the crust before they put on the toppings and everything else. Wow. And uh, I cannot wait to have this. It's only twelve ninety nine. Okay. It starts February 2nd, so this week... It's the brand's signature thin crust. Love that. Seasoned with shredded Parmesan and Romano cheeses baked onto the bottom of the crust. And you can order it with your choice of toppings, but uh, it looks delicious with extra okay. cheese on it. Good. Uh, it's only twelve ninety nine. Like I said, you can get it starting February 2nd, unless you're oh. a member of their rewards club. And anything, Chris, I love burnt cheese. Really? Chris Parmesan's the best. I used to microwave it as a kid and make nachos with crisp burnt Parmesan. Smelled like puke in the whole house. My dad hated it. Plus, every time we would actually have, like, spaghetti, we'd be out of Parmesan because I consumed it all. You're a Parmesan fiend. Have you ever maybe discussed this with a professional? A Parmesan addiction? Your relationship with Parmesan? Uh, It's very uncomfortable to get into the core of my being. And it is just a chunk of cheese down here. That's all it is. That's it. That's your soul. Your soul is just like a ball of all this built-up cheese. Correct. (laughs) We're stress eating. It's stressful. And we're stress eating. Wow. Yes. That's that's the only way I can sum up this group therapy. Emily, Matt, Spencer, myself, CJ Morgan, all here to talk about our different stresses and why we're stress eating. Now, is this just the time of year, though, when you kind of uh, I mean, nest I, and yeah. snack anyways? I was about to say, I feel like this is the time of year once the temperature drop, drops that I go full baby bear mode. Yeah, you okay. Know, I, where, <laughs> I mean, I currently have just a blanket draped over my shoulders. I have some, some food in front of me, and it's like, after this, I'm, da- I'm totally going to go take a nap. So Perfect. baby bear mode, eat a bunch of food, go hibernate, go sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think this is the time, but recently I have gone through, I don't know what it's been. 
it's just been like doing a lot of stuff, changing yeah. my schedule. Maybe it's because the sun is out a little bit longer and it freaks me out. Um, but I've been stress eating and I've been eating so much more than I normally ever would. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah I know I'm bulking. Yeah. Bulking no. up for the season. I thought you said you're broken. No, yeah. Bul- yeah, you oh, bulk yeah. up. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I, let's see, the first time that I noticed it, was um, we all went out to this is this is already going to be a bad thing. We went to all you can eat sushi. Yeah, Hell yeah, 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 yeah. And all you can eat sushi on um, the conveyor belt. No, that's not all you can eat. No, 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 no. This was this was just one in in Houston. But uh, you pay twenty eight dollars, and you can get as many appetizers, uh-huh. as many desserts, as many like sashimi, sushi rolls, whatever, as you want for $28. When I was just testing myself, I was like, <laughs> how much can I eat at this point? Tell this us. is a this is You got to get your money worth. This is a game. Yeah. And I just kept eating and eating and I was like, man, I should be full, but I'm not full by now. And I don't no. know if that means it's because I'm so stressed that my body is just burning things or but, how that works. Good question. Do they... Yeah. Do they kick you out after a certain amount of time, no. or are you allowed to stay as long as you want? Perfect, I think you perfect. could stay as long as you'd like. Okay, cool. I, I issue think. a challenge to Spencer and Chewy okay. to break a, this all place. All-you-can-eat sushi place? Oh, we got this. I'm going to get sick. There's one here in Austin, too? Yes. I feel like I'm okay with an all-you-can-eat sushi place that starts at around $70. Yeah. I am a little concerned about the price. It's the like it's the only place ever mm-hmm. I will where I'd want to pay more. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like if it Just was, in case. If it was hamburgers or all you could eat, uh, Frito pie, I'm all about 28 bucks. Yeah. Well, it it's is in Houston, thing. so they're getting the Beaumont roll and the Lake Jackson sashimi. That's true. So it's all, <laughs> you know, it's, it's high quality. It's from the yeah. coast. Okay. Yeah. And then um, another time recently, uh, another dinner I had is I, I went over to some friends. We had some pizza. And normally I'll have two slices of pizza and be good. What? But I don't know what's up with that. And I was just so hungry that I had at least four slices. But I didn't realize oh. how much I was eating because yeah. I was stressed. And I just kept thinking, oh, my gosh, brain is hungry. Brain must eat. So then I would eat the pizza, and there's just nothing that's been satisfying me lately. This, I think I know what's going on. What? You're pregnant. You're oh, my God. You're pregnant. In this society, that makes me stress eat even more. Did you think? Yeah. yeah. No, but definitely that is not the case. It's It's literally just stress. And part of me is like, hey, stop eating as much. But then the other part of me is like, well, my brain's telling me I'm hungry, so then you should eat because you want to feed your body. Sure, right? you're like, that's the, the, the thing in my body, the organ that controls it all. It's right, right? Yeah, right? Yeah. I, <laughs> I want to trust it. It means that I'm lacking some sort of nutrients if I'm not, if I'm still hungry. So I don't know. I really have no idea what I should do or if I should be more weary about it or even if I should worry. And so it's just stressing me thinking about my stress eating. Yeah. <laughs> we'll come back and ponder upon that. And fix stress eating. On this group therapy session, we are talking about stress eating. Emily's noticed uh, quite an uptick and is starting to stress over her stress eating. Oh, yes. Spencer, I feel like you get depressed over your stress eating because you mm. recently had quite a, a knockdown, uh, complete 12 round match. You and Chewy, our friend, against uh, a bunch of beef. And the next day, you were real sad. Oh, yeah. That was, what, a week or two ago? Yeah. Um, yeah, what did we eat? We had tostadas. They were excellent, but it was two pounds of beef. So Ooh, you got to eat it all. Yikes. Uh, we didn't finish all of it, but we finished most of it. And this is, of course, over the 
the course of like maybe two or three hours. So yeah. it wasn't just all at once, but it kind of is. And that's usually how I get with you when I'm around. I'm good. We have Yo, a little mukbang. I, I know. I lived with that dude. Partake a little bit of a substance, and you know, it gets much easier to, uh, to eat mm-hmm. and to you know drink delicious sodas. And you know, uh, I've been doing pretty well for myself recently when it comes to not stress eating, and it takes a lot of effort. I'll it say that, really Emily. It really does. You have to be my because sometimes <sighs> it's just I get bored at home, and I'm yeah. like, you know what? I'm gonna munch on these uh, vanilla wafers I got. No. Hang back. See if you're still full from the lunch you just freaking had like and, 30 minutes ago. And they say to let you know, let your brain have that thing where it clicks and realizes your stomach is full. It's full. Yeah. They say to drink lots of water. That really helps. They say helps. all this yeah. stuff, and it does, but I don't do it. My my stress eating has turned into, for a moment it was string cheese, and I think mine is started by, because I'm not drinking alcohol, Yeah. so I've started eating a lot of sweets. And my metabolism has kicked up, so I'm not, like, seeing weight gain effects. But, dude, Reese's Cups have become oh, yeah. my existence. And, I mean, I'm buying the king-size cups. Yes. I'm buying the cups with the uh, the, 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 the Reese's, pieces, inside in, Reese's pieces inside. So yeah. I'm, I was going to eat, eating one a day, one little cup, to now eating four or five cups a day. That's I have the smaller <laughs> ones. I have the dark chocolate ones. Oh, those are good. And... It's it's starting to actually affect my body, and I know I'm stress eating because I'm not hungry, but I'm like, I want a cup right now. When I start yeah, to have a moment yeah, yeah. where I'd usually open a beer or where I'm winding down, I'll go eat a cup. And <laughs> my face, is, I've started to break out and have like little bits of uh, yeah, rosacea yeah. and acne. The heartburn from so much candy peanut butter <laughs> is killing me oh, at night, and sucks. I'm like, "Why am I doing this?" Like, I because they're delicious. They are delicious. delicious. They're so good. My my meat and cheese drawer is filled with candy right now, oh, and it is ridiculous. No. And we're c- creeping into more candy seasons because we've got Easter coming up and Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and I have also the issue of telling myself that I deserve a little treat. That's how it stems. It's it's like I will have a really stressful day, and then I'm like, you know what? I deserve a little treat. But it's an issue when every single day of your life is stressful, <laughs> and then you don't realize that, and then by the end of the week, you're like, wow, every single day was a stressful day, and I provided myself a, a stressful little treat by the end of it. So. I never ordered desserts with food when I would go out to eat or no, order to go. Neither. Now I'm always ordering a dessert, and sometimes I'll eat that first. I mean, it's good. Yeah, You're it's, an adult, you get man. One of those little shot desserts, or <laughs> dude, uh, you know me. I get pie in a microwave. Oh, yeah. and that's exactly what I do. It's been a very long time, but I dated a girl for a while, and she was able to completely do away with any kind of stress eating. Really, even like she was really good at even monitoring everything she did, and it was uh, turns out it was cocaine. Oh, oh good job. Right. Right. Cocaine, and she never really yeah. got hungry. And she, I want to be honest with you, she looked fantastic. Oh, I bet. At first. Um, At first, yeah. Then the, then the, gaunt, the like, cheeks, be, the sullen kind of look does creep in. Well, unless you stress cocaining. It fell, apart. Yeah. It fell yeah. apart before that. There was the whole, like, breaking into my house and taking things. Uh, uh, that that yeah, also goes with the yeah. cocaine thing. I was going to say, our, uh, you know, I would drink to the point where I wouldn't eat anymore. Mm-hmm. And our friend that we brought up earlier. Hell yeah, you mean Tuesday. To, yeah, to remain, I mean, pretty much. Our friend who now will remain unnamed, like he was like, oh, what I do is I'll get so high that I'm so high I cannot eat. And that's true. He would not eat. 
until later that night when he should be going to bed, he would come come down but still yeah. be high. You could just hear a little, it sounds like a little squirrel going he through He would all cook your massive stuff. meals yes. at yeah. like 11 p.m. Wow. Which I loved because I'd get up in the morning and it would all still be sitting out and I'd just be like, oh, cool, I'm going to heat up some chorizo beans. You are mm. gross. But yeah, very gross. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, dude, it's just, how do we beat it? How do you not stress eat? I know. Drink no water and go on walks. I'm just listening to you guys. I thought you guys sure. were going to have something to help me with. Oh, no. And Are we uh, all just dealing with the same problem? Well, I don't. it's not a problem for me. I just, just leaned into it years ago and said I don't <laughs> care anymore. Oh. <laughs> and it's actually, mental health-wise, been fantastic. Yeah, eating what you want to eat. And that's the thing. I want to tell. I want to give my body what it wants. And sometimes it wants a little extra Reese's cup. Reese's cup. So that's okay. Cup. That is there okay. Hey, everything in moderation. So only four or five <laughs> uh, king-size yes. mega cups per day. Yes. Ooh, bitch, I bought some of those real big king-size ones that are the size of a plate. Dude, that's like a size of a pie, man. It's the size of a pie. You warm that one up? I dumped whipped cream from a can on it, and yes, Spencer, I microwaved it. That doesn't make any it sense. It made me sick. I ate it all, but it made <laughs> oh me sick. God. Taking the show to the next level. Time for the Nerd Report. I just wanted to say that that I'm a nerd. This Nerd Report is about us, specifically the C.J. Morgan Show with Emily, Matt, and Spencer. That's why Matt's joining us, because today I have something I'm very excited about, gang. Oh, Um, Legos. Even more excited about Legos. Oh, okay. Probably fits in that realm. Um, uh, we got some toys coming in. We do have some toys, Spencer. Whoa, we got action figures of all as, of us. As a matter Wait, of what? fact, um, Spencer's kind of close. Oh, sweet. Uh, I uh, was doing this when Matt and I did a show, and then that had to stop. I have uh, commissioned a talented artist to make us some new logos. Now, oh, okay, cool. cool. I've already been told by station that these aren't logos, that these might maybe are shirts. Sure. So I've already had a bit of uh, bit of Discourse, crap talking huh? and people not liking them, and now I'm worried because I'm very nervous that y'all aren't going to like them because they are very CJ oh, um, in a way. Mm. So there's definitely hidden dongs we can find. Uh, I'm, oh, uh, yeah. I'm a little nervous about this because it is something I'm so excited about. And then I learned that even if y'all are excited, once the reveal happens, the excitement is over, the rush is over, and then I have to move on to the next thing. Yeah. Wow. It's life. Well, let's savor this moment right now. So I, uh, okay. I got some new logos for the show. Matt, when you and I were doing one together, we had a logo made for us. Um, we were not super excited. We ended up having more fun with the photoshops. And it's nothing against the station or the artist. It was just a line drawing of our photos. And we're like, this isn't a logo. This somebody, doesn't represent somebody, the show. Somebody traced that. <laughs> From their iPad. <laughs> kind of. No, I mean, I, I, the artist is great. Yeah. It's just not what I wanted. Um, sure. So I had a whole theme for Matt and I, and then that kind of went about the wayside. And it was very Southwestern, cosmic cowboy. It tied in with Matt's coyote a little bit, but it also leaned to elements of, like, the show Super Jail and that kind of artistry and heavy uh, metal. A little bit. Not too much. Trippy. This one... I, uh, I I did something a little different and went with an artist um, that I've followed on Twitter before and that I respect and love his, his artwork. Uh, so now I would like to pass these to you. Do not open them yet. Okay, I got these one. These are some of the new logos for the show. 
And yes, I had them all individually done, so when one of us leaves, we can be taken out and moved. Oh, great. Um, <laughs> Emily, let's start with you. Go ahead and let's open the logo. Okay. And see. Oh, my gosh. Uh, also, it cut off a little bit. Well, so. that's the printer. That's oh, the printer. okay, okay. Uh, Matt, open the logo. And just your first reaction. Which part is the logo? It's it's all a logo. <laughs> so you're, you're, no, no, oh, man, it's you're, not. You're um, the same hmm. as uh, uh, work. That it's not a logo. I get it. It's not a logo. But I didn't want a classic radio station logo. I didn't want something that everyone else has. Sure, I mean, it, it is sure. fantastic. Cartoon drawings. It's, this is a really good drawing, actually. It is. I will say oh. that that Sp- is some Spencer wishful thinking when it comes to the physiques of these dudes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, turn oh, around. Cool, let's man. let's see him. The C.J. Wow. Morgan Show. Very, he was going. Oh, yours has space, Spencer, in the I, background. I told him kind of he medieval. Knew. Told yeah. him kind of. Uh, wow. Very a, fun. A, a little, he went with a little Saturday morning cartoon. That's actually, I actually really like it. You like <laughs> it's really, it's actually it's, fantastic. It's really and this cool. guy's asking for the color of y'all's eyes this weekend, and y'all were like, sperm. <laughs> So if your eye colors aren't there, well, that's why. Right. My eyebrow co- color is wrong, but that's and, all uh, right, you too. can see this video on our uh, on our Facebook. The only change I made, he did ask me if I had any last-minute changes. Spencer, don't flip it over yet. Okay. Uh, but these are the. this is actually the final version. Matt, don't flip it over yet. Okay. Um, I did a final version mm-hmm. because I thought we needed to change it a little more and make it a little more awesome. Sure. Uh, go ahead and flip. So this is the final version. Oh my god! Which, when compared to the first one, <laughs> is I, a little better. I was going to comment, and I, about and I think this. it appeals a little more to oh our audience. God. What? This is so realistic. <laughs> this looks just like me. I drew nipples on it too. <laughs> you made my boobs like ten times bigger. Yeah, this is this is too. like this is like One Piece anime cartoon, but uh. Honestly, this this one's a tiny bit more realistic. The bazooms okay. are, yeah. are insane. I would think it'd be more realistic if you put bazooms that size on me. But, yeah. uh, yeah. you know, good for you. Jeez, wow. Uh, Wait, ever- where are your bazooms? Well, yeah. Yeah, you, if I get bazooms, I feel like all of you should be I getting really bazooms. Oh, yeah. It's true. Yeah. I am going to message the artist and just say, hey, I, I need my tattoos and I need more muscles. So maybe we yeah. can make some tweaks there. I need but, my blue uh, eyes. Put those blue eyes in there. That's my baby blue well, eyes. You, you responded with a joke yesterday. <laughs> Everyone else did, so fault. I had to follow along. Emily didn't. I didn't. Mine was real, but it also had a joke at the end. Yeah. So, That's you know. very, very true. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, so, I like the uh, the first original concept, personally. Okay, so we'll stay with yeah. that instead of yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. I think you should all have bazoongas, and I know you're gonna your yeah. characters are going to get jealous if I'm the only one yeah, with I think bazoongas. So, yeah. We all need so. bazoongas. Uh, <laughs> follow Zach Industries on Twitter. That's XAQ Industries. Uh, shout out to Zach Industries for making these uh, awesome I guess it's not a logo, but it'll be a temporary Facebook profile picture. It's really fun. It's, it's pretty dumb. cool. Yeah. Really it's fun. Yeah. yeah. And we have individual ones so for when we need to print our own thing. Yeah, great. Good. <laughs> so now you know how the radio station's printing logos for every show? Mm-hmm. Or like, it's just pictures of people doing like this. Can I have them print this on ours? Like when I do remotes, this is what we have is the big uh, cutout. Yeah, what are you talking about? As long as we all have bazoongas. (laughs) All bazoongas. Yep. You can check this out at CJ Morgan Show online. It's the CJ Morgan Show. 101X.
I have an announcement. I am quitting my job to make sushi. Please don't. Why are you quitting? I'm just kidding. I'm not don't, quitting. Don't quit your job. I'm not. I, I'm you, not. Please, anybody hearing this. you're now a sushi chef, this. I'm told. Uh, yes, I have taught myself how to make sushi, and oh. I feel absolutely unstoppable, actually. Oh. It was now, incredible. Sushi chefs train for decades. No, they uh, don't. That's a lie. After me doing what I did last night and making sushi for the first time, oof. lied. I mean, sushi learning chef would be to upset. cut it, learning to cut it alone Easy. is an art song that takes motion. years to learn. Come on. Years? Yes. It's a song I worked motion. at a sushi place. Uh, did you make the sushi? Hell no. Okay. I tried, we did a roll your own sushi party once and they kind of showed us some and stuff. It's fun, right? Cooking the rice is a difficult thing. It's just rice. and then you Just put, get a rice it's cooker. It's a different yeah. kind of rice. Rice cooker, exactly. Yeah, my friend was telling me how much he loves making sushi and so he decided to host a sushi making party uh, this past weekend. And man, it was so much fun. Yeah. We always go crazy with our parties. You know how much I love parties and themes and things. Yes. So I I, I uh, contributed by bringing some desserts. Oh. And cream cheese. And sushi. Mochi ice cream. No, I did not bring mochi. Um, I brought uh Taiyaki, I believe is what it's called. It's huh. like, it looks like a little fish. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it has like kind of the pancake battery pancake with red bean oh, yeah, those paste inside. Love red bean pastries. Oh, my gosh, me too. Anyways, well, done right. he taught us how to make sushi. And I don't think I can ever go to a sushi place ever again without being like, I'm overpaying for this. This is ridiculous because it was so easy. And I ate so much sushi. And I still I have a whole roll in the fridge that I'm about to eat here there's in a like, bit. There's like a Japanese sushi chef listening right now. He's like fuming. I know. <laughs> yeah, That's I what know. I'm saying. It's I know. Sad. I'm oh. sorry. I'm sorry. What I did you do? This is wrong. Sashimi. Uh, mm, I mean, no, we no. didn't. We just had the the rolls are the fun part because you get to customize them and you can sure. put whatever you want in the rolls. But I'm that's pro- not necessarily sushi. Oh my god, we know, we know. Okay, when you're in America, sushi is not real. Okay, did you we get sushi it. with an asterisk? Yes. Did you make yes. eel rolls though? With eel, eel, rolls? eel sauce. Eel's my favorite. Eel is your f- why? Of uh, course, it's your favorite. You like the different. complicated stuff. Uh, it, because it's <laughs> yeah, so you're trying good. to be different. <laughs> no, I like it. Tastes better. That's it's not being different. It, I like the taste of it. Mm. Okay. No, Did you use some it. salmon roe. We had some salmon, not salmon roe, just salmon. We just had some well, that adds sushi. texture to it. So, oh my god, we had other you things you're on not a sushi there. Chef. Did you not see the photo? I shared a photo on Twitter. If I know you it look. looked awesome. Yes, and it tasted amazing too. Cool. Um, but we had sushi got, and crab. And you all actually got full on the sushi? Absolutely. Oh, my yeah. gosh. It was so much sushi. Nice. By the end of the night, we had to... Um, Throw up and eat more? No. no. <laughs> what is with your sushi party, Bird. CJ? Roll, I, <laughs> are you sure you worked at a sushi restaurant or was it a cold? sake or warm sake? Warm sake. Mm. See, that's not for drinking. That's no, for that, cooking. Oh, my gosh. That's it's not true. true. That's not true at all. Oh, warm sake is the way to go. Filter or unfiltered? I don't know. Oh, my I don't God. Know. Out of a bottle. Out of a bottle. You're not the expert on this, dude. I really (laughs) thought that I was going to be the pretentious one being like, I made sushi, but luckily, CJ, you have proven to be more of that today. More of a douche. Yeah, more of a douche. It's literally just the show. (laughs) He's got his arms crossed and he's sitting up like extra straight right now. Not my sushi. Not my sushi. Um, How do you feel about spicy mayo? Mm Mm-hmm. And cream cheese. Sure, good. Uh, I mean, but it's not what I would eat on sushi. No. Not a huge okay, fan of those. Philadelphia make... roll used to be one of my friend's favorites. Yeah. And so, my friend uh, is my friend she, you? 
No, no. She <laughs> she would. Uh, I would eat the fish, and she would eat the uh, the cream cheese and everything else. So she wouldn't eat the whole roll. She'd take not it always. Apart. She would, but usually <sighs> would leave the. I would pluck the the fish out. I think. Tuna Seriously, or ahi, whatever there's a Japanese sushi tuna. chef weeping right now. I know, I know. I know and he I doesn't know. know why. <laughs> he doesn't know why. He just has a feel. He's not even listening to the show. Well, a lot of them are Chinese or Korean. Why? That's another thing I learned. Interesting. Okay. Uh, well, again, this was just a sushi chef I worked with bitching that uh, all the I all see. the restaurants in the Austin area are not fake... truly Japanese. They're Chinese uh, or I mean, Korean. Have you been to Austin? Now we have all of these restaurants that uh, they're just Instagrammable places. It's fusion, yes. Nobody cares about what's what's true anymore here. But if yeah. you were to make your perfect sushi roll, my family makes paella. Me. Where are you, where are you from? Pittsburgh. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Spencer. What? What would be your sushi Man. roll if you were to make one? I don't even know. I just put them in my mouth. Like I don't even <laughs> really check. I would avoid cream cheese because I used to like the Philly rolls a bit, but then I'm, I started trying more. I guess closer to authentic it probably isn't but it's like just the straight fish i don't yeah. know i like a little uh yellow fin maybe some tuna sometimes pro uh, wasabi anti wasabi uh, pro wasabi for sure but i hear mm-hmm. most of the wasabi you get here in the states isn't technically wasabi are you kidding me it's are you telling radish. me that everything i'm doing is a lie a even bit. the wasabi no 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 it depends i'm sure mm-hmm. if you go to an actual asian like market you could probably have the more authentic wasabi but it's a yeah. lot of this sort of Blended horseradishy food, yeah. stuff yeah i still like it i'll still put it on my my, okay. my sushis and i'll put too much to where it like it ignites like my sinuses and stuff <laughs> and it hurts real yeah. bad for like 30 seconds and yeah. I'm like, oh yes Give it to me, the pain. Anything, man. If it's just good cut of fish, I'll take it. I've, I haven't tried a ton recently, but give it to me. What are the options you're offering? The options? Yes. I mean, it's endless. I'll take we, the we salmon. Put, we put, yeah, we put salmon. We had some crab. You can also put, oh, uh, we toasted some some panko breadcrumbs. Yes. You know, some panko breadcrumbs on For the on. texture. Yeah, for That's the texture. That's what the roe's for. The roe. The roe. Next time... That we have a sushi night, CJ. We'll invite you. Okay. No. And you'll bring all the ingredients. He's just going to complain. And no, you'll I have to know if he, if he provides all the ingredients, then he is here's, allowed to come to our sushi like. No, he's not going to let you make I'll it go. yourself. He's going to oh want to make gosh. it for you. I'll go with, uh, with the, uh, I, I do like the fried shrimp tempura. Yes. Oh, and well, then tempura. Uh, I would top that with eel and eel sauce. Roll it up. On the top, put maybe some salmon. And then a little bit of roe on top of that. That's and, too much. And then I would. Uh, you have like five different fish. I would in there have at a once. well because the and then you're gonna throw in the air fryer at the home. Slime, <laughs> and then throw it in the air fryer. Oh, yeah. The sliminess of <laughs> the eel the works with the crunchiness <laughs> of the tempura. Uh-huh. And then uh, I would dip it in a ponzu sauce, not not just a soy sauce. Mm-mm. And then I would eat my uh, I would eat my wasabi and ginger uh, separately in between different bites. I hated that entire thing. And then thing. I would drink cold, <laughs> unfiltered sake. Oh my gosh, cold sake? That yeah. does not seem correct. It is. The White Walkers are coming! It's going to get icy, it's going to get cold, and we have a couple of tips you've probably heard again and again and again. Yeah. But again and again and again, people don't heed them. Yes. Uh, which is why yes. we as professional public broadcasters are here to help. First and foremost, most importantly... 
Uh, take your plants inside. Yeah. You don't want to end up having to go back to Lowe's in a couple of weeks to, to put well, your mint garden in your herbs. Well, you do want to go back so you can buy more plants on top of the other plants you own, actually. So Correct. You, you don't just, want those plants dying. You uh, want more. I learned There's never enough plants at your house. I bring them in during a freeze, but I realized uh, when it gets to 50 outside, if they're potted plants, they should come inside. Also, your pipes can get a little bit crusty and rusty and burst, so make sure you have a little bit of a drip going. Cover your yeah. outdoor faucet. It's check on uh, people in your neighborhood, especially yeah. elderly folks. Um, there are some resources and numbers you can call if there are some unhoused people in the area that you're worried about. So there's yeah. a lot you can do to make sure your community is safe, not just you. I do believe the rule with uh, the pipes, your water pipes, is uh, if it's under 20 degrees outside, drip them. Absolutely drip them. I mean, you might as well, if it's 30 or whatever, just do it. Be safe, I guess. Only for a day. Whatever, man. You don't want a burst pipe. That's the worst. I've never had to deal with it personally, but I've seen stuff online. People are like, where's this random leak coming from? And there's all this water damage. It's awful. It's awful. Uh, One of the big worries, uh, you know, there's probably going to be some school closures tomorrow. They're already announcing a few. Uh, Getting out on the road, if it does ice over, which is going to happen in the next couple of days, there's a boy growing up from Amarillo. Uh, Let me tell you, uh, you're rough next. Your four-wheel drive doesn't matter worth crap. No. Does not do a thing in the ice. Right. Breaking in the ice. No matter what your tires are, if you are a veteran of going skiing in New Mexico and have tire chains, uh, ice can uh, be very, very dangerous, especially on anything that's not in contact with the warmth of the ground, such as the the bridges and whatnot. So just be careful. Don't drive like an a-hole. Very weary. Another thing that really frustrates me is obviously pets should come inside. Most people know that. Uh, Some people keep their garages cracked just a little bit for, you know, stray cats in the neighborhood that you kind of feed and hang around. Uh, maybe they need a place to go. But, uh, dude, don't leave your dog chained up outside. Yeah, it's me. Like, who does that? I a lot know. of people, apparently. Really? Yes, it's so what? cold. Your animals, uh, they need to come inside so they don't was freeze. The, was that the White Walker theme? Is that? Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. Like, what is that? Anything to, anything to play my Game of Thrones stuff. <laughs> uh, but, you know, cold winter's coming. Uh, be aware that some power outages might happen. That can be from freeze. That can be from wind. It doesn't necessarily mean Greg Abbott screwing us. So, right. uh, you know, they they have a website that shows you the power outages in your area, which can be from down lines and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, and so, fingers crossed, weather does look to be like it'll be slightly warmer, like in the 30, like early, like yeah. low 30s. But you never know. Stuff could change overnight. I'm no expert. I'm no meteorologist. It's not going to get as bad but We're again, not going to have a ton of snow, at least. Don't be angry up. at the news people because they would rather have you prepared for the worst Safe. than uh, than something catastrophic happen. Yeah. And also, uh, don't be an a hole at the grocery store. Yeah, man. Like, how do you? How are you not ready for like a three day like cold weather? <laughs> don't be buying up like, all the damn toilet paper again. How do you not have enough just ground beef and and uh, and pizza helper beans and rice and stuff? And the come on, that's the cheapest stuff and it's the most filling. You gotta go for that. And tomorrow at this time, more preparing for the snow apocalypse. Now is the time to know things, and know we shall. A segment where I vigorously research off the internet. Matt, I spend hours doing this, just looking things up. There's totally not a radio website where I can just print these. Oh, that's weird, because 
Um, there is a website where you can print these, and I think you should do that instead of wasting all your time and spending a lot of time. Yeah. But the people care about facts like this. Did you know? Scientists think bananas were domesticated more than 7,000 years ago on the island of New Guinea. Yeah, before that, bananas were wild, and they would attack you. They would attack you. you. Yeah, that's really... New Guinea is a wild place. During World War II, when the Japanese were trying to invade, it was a hellhole because it's mountainous, it's desert, it's jungle, it has indigenous people that are very... It has juggalos! Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, Matt, give us a did you know. Did you know Will Ferrell, his dad... Uh, it was a musician with the band The Righteous Brothers. Interesting. Hmm. I, the Righteous Brothers, did they do the Unchained Melody? About World War II. No, World War One, right? Wait. But it was during World War II. Wait, what? Unchained Melody? Wasn't it about like a love going away to war? I'm on the case, gentlemen. Quick search. Of my darling, hunger. Oh wait, no, they did the song where uh, I think that was just from uh, Ghost. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was. It was uh, where uh, Patrick Swayze and Whoopi Goldberg make clay pottery. Something like that. Yeah, I think so. I don't think it was about World War One. I. I, no I thought too. I thought I really thought it was. <laughs> Spencer, yeah. give us. A, did you know? Uh, speaking of World War One, to save money during that war, Woodrow Wilson got rid of the White House groundskeeper and kept a flock of 48 sheep on the lawn to chew the grass. Yeah. Uh, and Washington is still filled with the sheep. <laughs> All says, kinds of sheep. It also says here the wool sheared from the sheep was sold at auction to raise money for the Red Cross. That seems oh, kind of nice. Very nice. Uh, Matt, give us another one while I'm researching. Did you know Pixar animated 20,622 balloons for the movie Up? Wow. Even the ones inside of the giant bunch that you can't see still went through the process of being animated. Uh, they're moving around inside of there. The computer's brain knew where the balloon would be moving or whatever. Wow, physics. Uh, yeah, so it was all done in 3D modeling, and it all exists. God, I would hate for that to have happened where you're... You call your parents and like, how's work going out there in Hollywood? Have you made it yet? And you're like, well, I'm animating on a movie. And like, oh, can I see your work? No, I, I work. I animated like mm, twelve thousand balloons, but they're inside the other ten thousand on the outside. I didn't get the outside balloons. I get the inside balloons. It's a lot of balloons. There's only nine and nine balloons. We all know. Did you know? The origin of Unchained Melody, originally uh, composed by Alex North and lyrics by Hi Zeret. Uh, was written about a movie. Where did this go? Uh, <laughs> about people called Unchained, and it was more about it was about prison, not WW two or WW one. It was it was a prison movie, and then many other people did the song. I'm confused. I don't know what I just heard. I don't know either. <laughs> I'm gonna lay down, and go to sleep. Unchained melody, not about the war. I hung. Uh, what was the other one that they did? And I just had the moment where didn't they do that? No. Had the time of my, my life. life. The Dirty Dancing song? Was that them too? See, it was not them, but they did the Top Gun where they sing the song to the woman. Which one was that? Dude. Top Gun, they Bands sing the song. Stone. Ten money saving tips. They're not worth it at all. How are we supposed to make money on the internet? The internet? Dancing's still around. How do other people make money on the internet? We'd have to put something up on the internet that everyone would find fascinating. Wait, I've got it. Computer, load up celery, man, please. 
Yes. That's right. It's Clickbait Corner. If it's on the internet, we click on it so you don't have to. This coming directly from the source of all clickbait. What is Whoa, that? BuzzFeed. Where does BuzzFeed get it? Reddit. Reddit. Uh, <laughs> Always. Uh, these are just some people talking about some stuff they do to save money that turns out to be not worth it. Uh, laundry detergent, number one, that's uh, an inexpensive item. And yeah. a lot of people in recent years have gone into the DIY laundry detergent thing. But uh, you, it, it's only worth it if you're making large quantities and you have to store lots of stuff. So overall, just uh, just becomes not yeah. worth it. It's not worth mm-hmm. it unless you like own a hotel and have to... Wash all those beds. Uh buying in bulk, especially if you don't have a big family. That's my issue. Is I don't have a lot of people in my household. It's like me and then my roommate who's just basically lives with their boyfriend, so basically me. Yeah. And I can't get myself to buy a Costco card. But I want to. There are things at Costco I want. There yeah. are things, and if you're having a party, it's good. But yeah, yeah the buying in bulk can be problematic. And even Shelf stable and frozen food items a lot of times don't last like they used to, like right. canned food stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, not worth it. Uh, couponing. This is something that a lot of people are diehard about. It also went from being a grandma mom thing to being a kind of cool post millennial Z Gen Z thing. Yeah. But the amount of time it takes to coupon to save just a little bit, not worth it. Not yeah. worth it, according to Clickbait Corner. Uh, this this one, uh, uh-huh. I'm conflicted. Uh, Tell us. The thermostat constantly working to keep it at a level to where you're not using a lot of energy, which I respect and I get, but I've given, living with my fiance, I've given up on trying to do that. Oh, don't do that. Because being comfortable in your yeah. own home is good it's for your mental so state. It's good. Like, yes. I don't go ridiculous, but just... I was one of the people that would never turn the heat on because right. you oh, keep it at no. 69. Bundle up. Hey. Put put yeah. your stuff on. Plus in the summer you would love if it was 69. Yeah. Hey. But overall yeah. a lot of people say it just uh it just impacts your mood, your motivation, okay. makes okay. you feel like crap. So just yeah. have the thermostat at a comfortable level. And I think one overall theme about the money saving stuff is just the the impact on your mental health. The stress about right. having to jump through hoops. Well, to save yeah, money. like I gotta sit down and cut out a hundred coupons, and it's like, uh, it's like it's, I want to get this over with, it. you know. But. Yeah, holding on to unnecessary stuff, potential reuse. God, I do this. Yeah, same here. Same. I, and it and it leans into uh, Hoarderville. Yeah, sell it, donate it, trash it. Uh, having a bunch of clutter is not worth it. See, have, for for me, for me uh, recently, it's been like I've gained some weight, and it's like oh, I'm gonna hold on to all these clothes. That, that is are, exactly what I was just about to okay, say. Okay, cool. So I didn't mean to step time. on you, but no, uh, no, no, yeah. I'm like, yeah, maybe this shirt because I look really good in that shirt, but it's like mm, what I've learned is like I'm just gonna get stuff that fits me. And you feel comfortable, and I'm losing the weight still anyway. So. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And that's how I am, too, is I sometimes I'll buy things, and I'll be like, oh, you know, I'm I'm working out. I'm eating yeah. healthy. Like, on a good day, I could totally wear these pants, but it's yeah. like, who, I don't I don't have good days. <laughs> I'll be honest. <laughs> but, I don't. But, but, but yourself like, in the present, you also deserve to feel comfortable. Exactly. And, you know, so that's so how I look at it So pro sweatpants all Woo, the time. Yes. Number six, capturing water from your shower or your sink to reuse for other things. No. That's also a whole process. But, uh, you know, saving and conserving. Not taking long showers. I've, uh, I only take baths like once a month now where I used to be a daily bather, but I waste too much water. Uh, Number seven, this is huge. 
Cheap toilet paper. No, no more. Oh, I was so long forever. Not. Cheap everything, but cheap I'm, toilet paper. No, nope, I'm no, thank currently you. still getting rid of the cheap stuff I bought last. You know, it's like ten rolls or whatever, and I'm just like, oh god, I'm not buying this cheap again. You regret again. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, it. I have to go with that Charmin Extra mm. Strong. Yeah, it's like a extra pillow. strong. <laughs> Love it. Uh, number ten, or I'm sorry, number eight on ten common money saving tips that just aren't worth it. A lot of DIY projects, which has totally popped off with TikTok, but sure. a lot of them, you you didn't grow up doing this with your pap. You didn't. You're watching <laughs> videos. You're not living on a farm. Haircuts and things mm-hmm. like that, whatever. But plumbing, tree removal, a tree removal, home repair. Right. Leave it to a pro because you're probably going to screw it up and it's going to cost <laughs> you more. I yeah. learned that working yeah. on my car. Ugh. But you can still learn some little little trade things. It so. doesn't hurt to learn how no. to change a tire. Or how to right. sew. Maybe like even how to your sew oil a button break. Back. Yes, yeah. that's that's not bad. But you know, sometimes it's not Straight worth up it. Plumbing. Uh, be careful. <laughs> Re, yeah, reusing Ziploc bags. Oh, that can on, just be, man. that goes with the hoarder thing. And uh, last one, this is a joke one, flying Spirit Airlines. But I will say, uh-huh. flying cheap, If you flying has become the most stressful thing. And if you can do it to where it's not bare bottom cheap if you don't have to, but little things like boarding sooner, making sure you have a comfortable place to sit, Oof. like just... There are so many little things that will make the experience a lot better. And and I'll say flying cheap, flying standby, that stuff sucks. It yeah. is, it is almost this. not it worth the money you're saving sometimes yeah. if you can afford it. There you go. It's clickbait corner. Yeah. Ways to not frustrate yourself trying to save, 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 save. You'll never go viral on social media. Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. Is it weird or is it wired? We're about to find out with Matt Bearden, a radio's viral celebrity. Uh, the deep state is hard at work on your virality. Dang it, again. Uh, multiple employees, both current and former, from TikTok have admitted, yeah, we have the full power to make things go viral, and we do it all the time. Absolutely. That's, I mean, that's the same with any... Uh, social media side. It's what everybody There's, has suspected or they thought, well, it has sure. to do with the algorithms and how the algorithms are set up and so people pay other people to teach them about the algorithms. It's all hack and crap. Or I've people, said that in all my days of radio consulting. It's A new report uh, by Forbes has come out and they've said, hey, we have a button. It's called heating. <laughs> it's called heating. We call it heating inside of our office. It's called heating. We have a name for it and occasionally you see a video, you really like it, you're heat like, this is pretty good. Heat that up. You heat it up. You push nice. a button. Now, cool. there are usually some reasons you might want to. There is a celebrity who does really well and keeps people really engaged. Their eyes so, glued, yeah. And that video isn't doing particularly well. You'll heat it because you want people to still stay on the celebrity all in all. Oh, the yeah. celebrity is good for you. Get or those. maybe you see a new trend coming up and you think, this, this could be a trend. So they heat it. But sometimes it's literally just like, that girl's hot. Button. Nice. I get it. And it, it it's it's a double uh, in, in the sense that if it was all true egalitarian internet, then your people that follow you should be able to see everything in your feed. Not even close to that. Everything is throttled. The goal is to, you know, pay and advertise, but they do. Well, also to maintain, like, your engagement to keep you just sort of stuck on the yeah. app. Yeah, of course. Right. And they do purposely find things that work, and then those yeah. things that work there's a formula for it that they heat 
things, I guess, as Matt's saying, that uh, they already know will work. And then, of course, there is the saying algorithm so corny because everyone uses it now, but there there is the profile of a certain user. And that's why things show up in your feed, because you've looked whether you hate it or love it. You have looked at it longer than other stuff you've looked at, and you might not have even clicked on it. You might not have touched it. You might not have interacted with it, but your eyes stayed on that longer than other stuff, and so it's more likely you're going to see that in your feed. Yeah, so I know that there are entire businesses, entire industries built around people. uh, (laughs) Hey, I'm in charge of my social media where I work. Uh, I am trying to start a home business, a small business, and you're going through all these classes, trying to do what you can. Uh, they admit, hey, that has a little bit to do with it. Sure. You can tweak a little bit here. But honestly, when it all comes down to it, um, there is a, there's a Wizard of Oz, and nice. uh, there's the man behind the curtain, and we're controlling everything. So you, you might uh, want to calm down, and maybe the benefit here is don't be so harsh on yourself if gonna, things aren't doing exactly how you want them to do. I was going to say, that sort of makes me feel a little bit better, even though I'm not trying to get any sort of viral fame, but I'm like, oh, cool. You know, even like if I did Matt, put that, a lot of effort in, that's why Matt ratios me all the time. Is just because he's heated and I'm not. That's true. Yeah. I forgot about so that. So it, it's it sure it's very unfair. But yeah, it it that was one of the biggest things in my time in radio was the frustration coming with consultants that thought they had a secret to beat the system. Yes. First and foremost, it constantly changes and tweaks, especially at the level of Google when it comes to something more important: your business unadvertised showing up organically. Um, on the website, on on Google searches, on searches, all that they it changes every day, and then they have major shifts every few months, and it's just an impossible thing. And at the bottom of it, as Matt said, there is someone that can literally decide if you're going to get tossed into a feed and get organic views. It doesn't it doesn't matter. The it, internet's it, it, not it, real, it, as we've always said. It is. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, I think it's a thing that everyone's always kind of suspected, especially in a business like ours where we have to have meetings with people who are like, hey, how come you guys aren't putting more on social media? How come it's not doing better? And it's always with a guy that they call a guru. Right. Uh, oh. But anyway, the, the, the <laughs> net net here is uh, this is uh, kind of weird, but we always knew it. So the actual confirmation is kind of wild. The C.J. Morgan Show, where your opinions are welcome. Kinda. Text us anytime. 512-835-1015.